One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more I slash your matter, bird. Oh. <laughs> if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, that like, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love to you all. And the first story comes from Tammy Lauren, who says, Am I the asshole for calling my brother-in-law out for his weaponized incompetence and calling him pathetic at dinner? I, female 24, have a sister, female 32, who has a husband, male 38, who is the poster child of weaponized incompetence. They have four kids, female 10, male 8, male 5, and female 3. And she's pregnant. Busy family. My sister works a full-time job, 40-plus hours a week, cleans her entire house, cooks, takes care of all her children without him doing anything. It is seriously mind-blowing that she wakes up at like 4 a.m., cooks breakfast, does chores, gets all of her kids ready for school, takes them all to school and daycare, and all he does is stay at home and work. And when his kids get home, after my sister picks them up, of course, he will play with them for a little and play video games until he falls asleep. She actually makes more than him. My fiance, male 26, and I had to stay with them for six weeks while our home was being renovated. And since we both work from home, we helped her. And it is amazing how much happier she is when she has help. I helped with the kids and my fiance even drove her to doctor's appointments. Her husband literally only acknowledges he is a parent when his family is around. Then he is a God-fearing, hard-working father of five. He is the one that wanted more kids. She wanted to stop after her last baby, but he needed more boys. I am seriously concerned, not only for her, but her kids as well, because now her oldest is seeing what's happening and trying to help, but my sister is prideful and refuses to let her child do anything. Me and this man have never gotten along. He's been acting like this since their eight-year-old was born. I've tried talking to her about leaving, but she doesn't want her kids to grow up in a broken home. And unfortunately, her experience with her parents' divorce was completely different than mine. So she doesn't understand that a divorce would benefit her kids here because she thinks they need their mum and dad together. Cut to this past weekend. Her and her husband threw a pre-Thanksgiving potluck where her entire family plus his was there. I stayed with my sister a few days before because I knew he wouldn't help. So we're at dinner all talking and I mention we're trying for a baby. My brother-in-law makes an off-handed comment to him about how hard fatherhood is. And I snapped and said, like you would know. He looked taken back and asked me what I meant and I unloaded on him. Called him a pathetic excuse for a man who makes my eight-month pregnant sister do everything for their family. I went off for a solid 10 minutes and he sat there shrinking in his seat. And I left. Last night, my sister called me and thanked me for standing up for her and told me she appreciated me. Although today, I got a very nasty text from him telling me I'm a terrible person and because I lied in front of his family, his mum is angry at him and moving in with them to help her out and I've made him the laughing stock of his family. He certainly thinks so, but am I the asshole for doing this? You know, sometimes when we come into these stories, we go with a, like a, a justified arsehole in that, you know, calling people out in front of everyone sometimes isn't the right move. But in this case, but in this case, 
soon as he started talking about how hard fatherhood is and after everything you've seen and helped out with yourself in the house, I don't blame you for calling it out one bit. So I will be going with a not the arsehole on this one. Wife appreciated it. Mum was mad about it. It just shows that you're not the arsehole here. But I've also got to say it's incredibly sad that sister feels trapped in this relationship because she doesn't want her children to grow up in a broken home. But I got a question. Do they want to grow up with a mum who's going to be sad? And will the relationship actually last if it continues down this path? I mean, it may have lasted for a long while now, but can they do it indefinitely? I don't know. Let's move to the comments to see what they say. Involuntary Cynic says and quotes his mum is angry at him and moving in with them to help her out. Then says, and it all becomes clear. Not the arsehole. Ratty Handwriting says not the arsehole. Text him back with, truth hurts, doesn't it, big man? Snark and tea for me says not the arsehole. Someone is just pissy because he's being forced to put on his big boy undies. Edited to add, while your timing was not the greatest, he needed to hear it. Besides, isn't Thanksgiving the time of year we all have big blowouts with a crazy family member? And Kingdom by the Sea says, Are you an asshole for calling him out in front of everyone? Yes. Did he deserve it? Absolutely. freaking lootly Final answer, you were the asshole in the best way possible. Keep up the good work. Beginning Ice says, Not the asshole. Not only did you speak the truth to a guy with learned helplessness, you also seem to have gotten some positive help for your sister. Seriously, if he's that bad, he deserves to be a laughing stock. Maybe that will bring some more positive change, whether it's his finally helping or your sister leaving him. Hera says, not the asshole. Your sister and her mother-in-law saw it as a true reflection of his behavior, and I hope he is embarrassed enough to pull his weight going forward. Little aside though, your sister may not want children to help, but she should let them and even encourage them otherwise, she will raise five more of your brother-in-law. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Dance Krampus who says, am I the asshole for telling my sister her wedding-like celebration is creepy as hell? Hello world, English is not my first language so forgive any errors please. I will not be using my main account because of privacy so let's begin. I've known since forever that my 27 female big sister, 36 female, has always dreamt of her wedding ceremony. She loves big parties in general, but weddings are her drug of addiction. The flowers, the cake, the dress, the venue, all the preparation. This woman has served as the unofficial wedding planner of all her friend group, 12 in total. Sadly, my sister has not found a guy she wants to spend her life with. And while it seems being single is not a problem for her, I think the fact that she is the only one of her friends without a wedding broke her mind. Why, you might ask? Because of Christmas Wonder Jubilee, a magical winter ceremony. Not the real title, but believe me, it's just as cheesy. Yeah, she decided to suddenly host a huge party in honor of Christmas and all the good fortune I had in the year. And guys, just let me show you some of the things she is having at this party. A winter committee formed by her best girlfriends and family. Yeah. I am there. We will wear matching dresses and we are helping with all the logistics. A private mass on a fully decorated church. She expects all the attendants to come before the actual party because we obviously have to thank God. She has already talked to the priest so that she has a special speech during it. The bridesmaids, oops, sorry, the winter committee will be cited in front of the entire congregation in places of honor. 
a venue which is coincidentally in one of the most famous wedding venues in my town, fully equipped to receive 120 guests, including her friends, our extended family, people we haven't talked in years, her co-workers and her boss. A first dance. She has a professional dancer, will have the first dance of the party, which is the most convoluted waltz I have ever seen in my life. Speeches by myself, our parents and some others, all dedicated to the good fortune in our family. And, you know, you can also talk about me if you want, as the hostess obviously. You see, she is going nuts. And while I have stopped myself from saying anything because I know this means a lot to her, the drop that spilled the glass appeared yesterday. Her dress. It's a wedding dress. There is no way of pretending as anything else. A full-length white gown full of embroidery. I could not remain silent anymore. I told her that if she appeared with that in the church, all the guests, including her boss, will see that this is just a weird no-groom wedding and will think that she has gone insane. Obviously, this ended in a huge fight between us and, until new order, I am banned from the wedding. I mean, the Jubilee. Everyone, from her friends to my parents, are saying that I'm the arsehole for confronting her, but come on. I can't be the only one that sees this as crazy. But Reed Shannon Tierney says, no one's an arsehole here, you're not wrong, but let her have whatever silly and bizarre party she wants. For all you know, single and loving at parties will catch on, and she'll have started a trend. SweatyFig3000 says, yeah, she's having one of those marrying yourself things. I think they started about a decade ago, possibly in Japan or South Korea. It's just a big party and it sounds like it might be fun. What you need to ask yourself is, are you going to crap on your sister in a special party, or are you going to support her and have fun? That's all you really need to decide. There doesn't need to be confrontations or shaming or criticizing or anything else to make her feel badly. You're the asshole. Stop making it about you and your opinions and support your sister. And Ellen Nort says no one's an asshole here, but I don't think you're an A for thinking she has gone insane. To be honest, this post filled me with sadness. But your sis is also not the A for being a bit mind broken. But honestly, if the party is definitely happening, the only thing you can do at this point is to support her because she clearly needs support from family and friends. Teddy Bell says you're the asshole. It sounds like a fun party and if you're not planning it or paying for it, why do you even care? If you think it's weird, that's fine, but let her have fun. Glitter Sparkle Divine says, is her party hurting anyone? Is she planning a ritual sacrifice or something? Or do you just enjoy poo-pooing on a good time? You're the arsehole. Bazodi286 says, if your sister can't give you a figurative slap to bring you back to reality, no one can. I had to speak up to my friend that was hell-bent on naming her kid something that was not great when said together with her last name. I approached it as, I'm going to say this one time to make sure you've thought about this and if you assure me you have and you are good, I'm all with you all the way. So there might be a less confrontational way to say it, but as a sister, man, you have to say something. Borderline, not the arsehole. Big Orange T says you're the arsehole. Why you believe you are being kind by calling this out? She just wants to have a special party with the people she loves. Let the poor woman have this. She isn't doing any harm and it's unlikely this will have any ill effect. Her co-workers may think she's a little eccentric, but as long as she's doing her job well, it is fine. Lay says no one's an arsehole here. If she wants to have a solo wedding type party, that's her prerogative. She's definitely going overboard in my opinion. But if she's footing the bill, then whatever. You also don't have to participate though, because you don't want to be a part of this. The way you said it was pretty extreme and could have been more polite, but I'm also unsure of how she requested you and everyone else take part in this, which would make me prickly as well. 
Now, what do you guys make of this one? It seems like it's a you're the arsehole. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And our next story comes from Desperate Links 427 who says, am I the asshole for throwing water on a kid who kept doing ding dong ditch? <laughs> Due to job opportunities, we recently moved into a new neighborhood. While most things were going fairly smoothly, we'd at around 4pm hear a couple of knocks on our door. When we went to see who it was, to our surprise there wasn't anybody there. It was only until a couple of weeks later that we thought there could be the possibility of someone doing ding dong ditch. We just never thought of it as everyone here seemed really relaxed, so ding dong ditch never crossed our minds. As to not resort to any extreme measures, we put up a sign near the door saying to please not trouble the people inside by doing these silly pranks which didn't work. Since it didn't work, we resorted to asking people about it. But all I got was that it was some sort of tradition for kids in the neighborhood to do this to the new people in the area. This kind of irked me as Ding Dong Ditch is really annoying, so I set up a camera inside our house to capture who was outside our door. After reviewing the footage multiple times, I was able to confirm it was some brat who was a couple of meters away. I went to speak to his parents, but they laughed it off saying kids will be kids. So I decided that I'd myself do something about it. After three days, the kid came back, but I was hiding behind an unlocked door with a large water bucket. As soon as he knocked and turned, I opened the door and splashed him with water. I thought that was that, but the kid's parents came not even 10 minutes later, demanding as to why I soaked their kid in water. I tried to justify my reasoning, but to no avail. I'm conflicted and feel like an asshole as myself Use the petty way, getting that kid to stop annoying us. I would love to hear your opinions on this as well. Now, this is a simple not the asshole to me. You approach the parents. They, they played you down while the kids will be kids bullshit. So you took matters into your own hands with a harmless bucket of water. And I'm going to tell you a little story. Waffle time, guys. <laughs> About the area I used to live in and when I was a little shit. Um, we used to run the area where I used to live. There was like loads of houses. And just to say beforehand, we never used to target any elderly or anything like that. Not that it excuses the behavior. Had a lot of respect for the elderly on the estate. And we generally target our own houses for some stupid reason. <laughs> but there was this one, one of our friends. We knew his brother was home. And so we thought we'd, we'd play a little prank and a little bit of knock knock run on that door. So we did it a couple of times and we're absolutely having the best time annoying this brother. He was shouting, will you guys piss off? Adrenaline was pumping. We've already done it twice. Do we risk a third time? 
One of my friends, who I'll call John, was adamant. We're going for a third time. We're going to send him over the edge and make him chase us. But little did we know, <laughs> it was all about to go wrong. To get to this front door, there was a bit of a corridor you had to go down. Yes, and it was a fairly lengthy corridor, so with only one way to escape. So, like the bunch of idiots we are, all five of us walked down this tightly packed corridor, not knowing there is something waiting for us, preparing to ruin our day. We get to the letterbox, and and just for clarification, I don't mean to be rude or anything like that, a letterbox is a flap on the door where you put mail through, so there's not like a mailbox out on the curb. The mail goes directly through the door. Apologies if you already knew that. <laughs> I thought I'd just clarify that. So... We've all crept up to the door. We're stood outside like idiots for a third time. Why are we doing this? Looking back, I'm just thinking, Mark, you bloody idiot. My friend John, hand trembling, puts it towards the letterbox. He lifts it up. And just as he's going to push it down, a broom handle comes flying out the letterbox and cracks him straight in the nuts. <laughs> the broom handle suddenly gets retracted. The door opens. We run for it. And suddenly I'm getting pelted with conkers on the back of my head. Where he got the conkers from, I don't know. John's been abandoned. He's on the floor. The other friend's brother stood over him, manic laughing, throwing conkers still at us. I'm running with my hands on my head, panicking. We finally run off to the park that's, you know, 200 meters away from, from this house and just calming down from the action that just happened. And, you know, after about five minutes of just talking and gone to completely off the subject now of what happened, we forgot our friend. We never saw what happened to him the rest of that day. <laughs> and I know the story wasn't that exciting, but I had to share it. <laughs> Karma bit me on the back of the head pretty quick there and totally justified as well. But 28 improves as lol, not the arsehole. And it's interesting that now the parents suddenly care about misconduct. They had a chance to address it and didn't. SK111W says not the arsehole, a prank for a prank and you didn't hurt him or do anything with lasting impact. Parents are the arseholes for allowing their brat to be a nuisance. Let's <laughs> put me in my place. <laughs> and Taco De Rifto says not the arsehole, you were civil, you tried. Kid played a stupid game and won a stupid prize. They kept doing it after you brought it up. Nut Michelle says, not the arsehole, the kid got what he deserved. You should have soaked the parents when they came to complain. <laughs> Stormzy Day says, lol, my parents would have laughed in my face and told me I got what was coming to me. Not the arsehole. An obvious result says, you may be an arsehole, but this is great. You tried to resolve it peacefully and they chose to brush it off. You threw water on the kid, which in my opinion is harmless. Technically, you also warned them you'd handle it, so they have no room to complain. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Did you guys ever play this game when you were younger? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Midnight Cravings One who asks, am I the asshole for making my cousin angry at her husband for not getting her pregnancy cravings for her? I've had a lot of weird and oddly specific pregnancy cravings. So far, my husband has gotten me every single one without fail. A few days ago, my cousin, who is also pregnant, and her husband were visiting. While they were here, I got this random craving for these brownies I had from a bakery in France. I mentioned it to my cousin and her husband because I wanted to know if she was also having these oddly specific cravings. She told me she did, but it was torture because her husband almost never got them for her. I said that wasn't nice of him and I would be upset if my husband acted like that. Her husband got defensive and said he actually got her the food she was craving a lot and that there was a limit to how many times he should be expected to run around after the food she was craving. 
He kept telling me my husband wouldn't get me my French brownies. We live in Europe, but not France, even though I knew he would because I've had even more ridiculous cravings before and he found a way to get them for me. I told him I would ask my husband since he never believed me to prove a point and he was also confident that my husband would say no, which he obviously didn't. The brownies came after several hours and the longer it was taken, the more arrogant her husband got, so I was very happy when they arrived. My cousin was visibly pissed at her husband for the rest of their visit. My cousin's husband asked my husband if he had got them just to prove my points, but my husband said he got them because I said I was craving them and that French brownies were much easier to get than some of the other cravings I've had. Cousin's husband asked about what other cravings I've had and was pissed when he realized I knew I would get the brownies if I asked. Before they left, he called me out on setting him up to look bad and claims his wife is mad at him because of me. Am I the asshole? Now, I may have read this completely wrong. I know you said you live in Europe, but you asked your husband to go to another country to get you brownies to prove a point. You kidding me? <laughs> and I'm not saying it's not nice to accommodate your pregnant wife or help her out because they're obviously going through a lot through pregnancy and, you know, growing a person takes time and absolutely should be a joint effort, right? But it almost felt like, especially with the last paragraph, you was treating your husband like a lapdog. Like, watch me do this. See what I can get my husband to do. Watch this and then sat there and waited for him to come through the door with these brownies. I mean, what the hell? Look what my husband does and yours doesn't. Get some of that. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the hell is this? Absolutely, you're going to be the asshole to me just for that attitude. And once again, I will reiterate that, you know, I think it's a joint effort and you have to work together in pregnancy. But MM172 says you're the asshole. I don't care if you do live in Europe. Expecting your spouse to pick up food from a different country is well above and beyond reasonable accommodation for cravings. And you're an ass for encouraging your cousin to be a diva about it. Try and be reasonable 14 says and quotes, I said that wasn't nice of him and I'd be upset if my husband acted like that. Then goes on to say, you're the asshole. While they did kind of turn it into a pissing contest afterwards, it is still really dense and out of touch to assume or suggest that everyone has the same privileges as you. Not everyone has the time or money to go on hour-long road trips to fulfill some random cravings. Calling them not nice or a bad husband for that is completely ridiculous and out of line. Roma Angel says, is there a particular reason you use both your husbands as errand boys? Neither of you can get your own food. Muskies fan one says you're the asshole. You basically used your husband as a performance animal to show off in front of your cousin and her husband. It's great that your husband has the ability to keep up with your cravings. Just because someone else may not have the same ability doesn't make them a bad husband or lesser husband. You want to brag and show off and cause a fight between your cousin and her husband. Make no mistake. I understand exactly where your husband is coming from. I tried to fulfill all of my wife's cravings both times when she was pregnant. I'd have been upset with her had she used me as a pawn to try and gloat or make someone else look bad though. Instead of appreciating your husband and his efforts, use him to show your cousin how much better your husband is than hers. Good for you, I guess. Hello friend says you're the asshole. I'm sorry that your husband is spineless to say no to you. There is a limit of how many times a spouse can do craving runs. To make matters worse, it became a pissing contest. You used your husband like a fetch dog to make your point. 
Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you do love a Reddit story, please consider hitting that like. And there is a playlist on your screen right now full of Am I the Arsehole content, relationship stories too, a couple of playlists there, and it will scroll through them by itself if you're doing whatever you're doing. And as always, I love to hear what you're up to whilst you're listening. It does make my day. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.